blizzard. That's a fake blizzard. Don't worry about it. <clears throat> Although um, I see the word blizzard being tossed around. 836 with John Landecker at 720 WGN attempting to make a connection with our good friend from the Chicago Tribune, Corey Rumer. I be- oh. Hello. Oh, there you are. Hi. How are you? How are you, John? It I is. Did. I was, uh, I'm sorry to keep interrupting you. No, no, no. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, um, I was addressing Christmas cards, and I'm so glad you had me on because I need to get your address. Aw, thank you. But let's get to the Christmas miracle. I don't believe oh, it. Oh, my I don't God. Believe it either. I, this is just incredible. I saw this headline, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding. You see, okay. John, you make a difference. You make Sit. a big difference, my friend. Uh, well, okay. Uh, yeah, I think a reporter from the Chicago Tribune's got more to do with it than me. But at any rate, just to back up, in case you don't know, I don't know how long ago it was that you first came on, and there was supposedly some subject that we were going to talk about that was planned, that was a planned topic, but... Before the bottom of the hour, I got into a thing on the air about uh, naming snowplows. I believe it was in Minnesota. Uh, you know, it was you know, name your snowplow. It's fun names. Blah blah blah. And we launched into this whole conversation about naming snowplows and how Chicago doesn't do it, and they should. And lo and behold, <laughs> there's a headline today. They're going to do it. Tell me about it. Oh my goodness. It's all because of you, John. I oh, mean, yeah. we, like you said, it was January. It was January of this year that you and I just kind of went off and said, why aren't the snowplows named in Chicago? And <laughs> we had somebody at Streets and Sanitation told us, oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And, you know, it's like we get down to December and hadn't heard anything. And right. then last week I had a heads up. Um, I believe it was a Thursday night saying, okay, be on the lookout. We're going to have a press release. And oh I was God. so happy to see it's finally going to happen. They're going to name the snowplows in the city, and they're having a big contest for it. Right. So how does all of this work? How did the city – How? what's their approach to naming the snowplows? I mean, there's only a certain okay. amount of them, right? There's certain areas for a snowplow. Yeah. Right. Right. So the giant baby blue snowplows that you see out and about on the street during the winter, there are about 300 of those in the city. And the way it works is there are six different districts that those belong to. And there's a really cool snowplow tracker on the Department of Streets and Sanitation website that you can check out. Um, And so you can see where they're all at. And so the way this contest is going to work is if you're a Chicago resident, you can go on the Department of Streets and Sanitation website and you can type in an idea of what you think would be a good name for snowplow. And what they're going to do is um, they, they'll accept, I think, up to 20,000 submissions. It's oh, like, oh, geez, that's a, oh that's a lot of names. Whoa. <laughs> that's a lot of names. Yeah. <laughs> and from there, their staffers are going to narrow it down to 50 of their, I guess, whichever ones they like the best. And from there, people can vote on those. And the top six are going to be actually put, I think, on the sides of the snowplows. And so when you go to the snowplow tracker, at some point this winter, you should be able to see, like, oh, snowplow Winfrey is going to come down my street in a couple of minutes, you know? Snowplow Winfrey. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, that's what we're. That's exactly what we're talking about, though. That's exactly yes. what we're talking about. Snowplow in for you. I saw you had uh, a couple of others, Salt, Salt or Peyton, but my favorite yeah. was Mrs. O'Leary's Plow. That is genius. And, and I cannot take credit for that. Uh, John Hector, who's one of our deputy metro editors at the Chicago yeah. Tribune, he first came up with that. You know, I I had to go back to our Twitter thread from, Jan- like I said, January of right. this year yeah, yeah, to yeah. see what some of the suggestions were from people. And so I love that one, too. I think that's a really good suggestion, too. I was racking my brain and couldn't come up with anything. I was a little disappointed in myself not coming up with some sort of goofy name for a snowplow in Chicago, uh, especially since well, we were so into thing. it. A year. Yeah, I mean, snow, snow, uh, snow pro Winfrey, that's that's classic. Um, Jane Byrne, that's awesome. Uh, I wish I thought of these. But, you know, there's going to be a lot more creative, uh, creative people about this than... I was trying to think of something that would go with Belandic. Do you know that story about the former mayor, Belandic? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's a whole reason that Jane Byrne became mayor, right? Because he he couldn't get the snow off the streets. So the legend goes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't know. I don't I don't see any connection. I'm just like one side of my brain's not firing to the other one. Apparently. Hey, you know what, John? Like I play Wordle every day through the New York Times. You know, that's the the game where I have to guess the five letters that make up a word. Yeah. Some days I can think of these things, other days not so not so much. So give it a day or two. <laughs> I'll let it ruminate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so when what's the timeline? Or did you already mention that and I just missed it? When when would the yeah. announcement be that uh, of the uh, of the names? Which one they will pick? When's that going to happen? Okay. So you go to chicagoshovels.org, and that's where you can submit a suggestion. Mm -hmm. And they're going to take suggestions until January 6th or until they receive 20,000 of these ideas. Wow. (laughs) Whatever comes first. But the rules say you can only submit once per device. So, like, if you have a desktop computer, you can submit one there. If you have your your phone, you can do one that way. Um, and the other thing that's interesting is they can only – each entry can only be a maximum of 50 characters long. So I <laughs> I don't think I could come up with anything creative that's, yeah. you know, 50 characters long. But um, – and then from those submissions – um, that's when at some point in January, a list will come out of what the 50 finalists are. And then, uh, people in Chicago will have until the end of January, January 31st to vote on those. And, and so, the, and then at some point this winter, that's when the city will say, okay, here are the six names that we chose. And those names eventually will be physically placed on the corresponding snowplow, right? And that's that's what I have to confirm. I'm not yeah. sure if it's just going to show yeah. up on the snowplow yeah. tractor. I mean, yeah. I think it would be awesome if they yeah. put it. You know how some airplanes, you know, they'll yeah. name an airplane after a retired person yeah. who worked for the airline. Like, I mean, well, they do that. They could easily, but something in my when you were talking about it, uh, something in the back of my mind goes, "Wait a minute, I got a, a tracker." You know, I've got uh, ways, and I'm currently driving a a red truck. 
Yeah. And I don't own one. You know, I mean, I just changed the icon. Oh, look, I'm on a motorcycle. Um, (laughs) So, you know, it could be just a, I'm not, uh, algorithm um, only on the phone, only on the app thing. But that would be a little disappointing. I mean, I I mean, I I mean, we Chicagoans deserve a little humor to go with our bad weather. And I would think that if you're driving around in a snowstorm or cursing whoever hasn't shoveled their walkway or whatever, and all of a sudden you see <laughs> a blue uh, Chicago snowplow come down the street with a wacky name on it, I think you might uh, you might enjoy that a little bit more. I mean, it doesn't seem to be to me be a big stretch to be able to do that. You know, I completely agree. I remember, you know, when the Divi bikes first came out, oh, they would sure. have a couple. Divvy bikes that were different colors, and then it would say, yeah, use this hashtag if you see this special Divvy bike. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. completely agree. Yeah, I think that would be so fun for the snowplow. So I really hope that that, that happens. That, yeah, they either make it a fun color or they put the name right. on the site. Something to let you know no. that it's something right. special. Well, Corey Rumor from the Chicago Tribune is with us. Uh, we started the conversation about these snowplow names at the at the beginning of this year. It's the end of the year, and voila, we do more with Corey when we come back on 720 WGN. Hey, that's my parking spot. 720 WGN, uh, that's the sound effects. Don't worry about it. It's not happening yet. 849 with John Landecker at 720 WGN. Having a great time as usual. Our friend from the Chicago Tribune, Corey Rumor. Corey, uh, I always want you to get in a plug for your um, archive newsletter for lack of a better term. Oh, oh, thanks, John. Yeah, sure. so uh, I put together a newsletter once a week for the Chicago Tribune. It's called Vintage Chicago Tribune. I go through the archives with my good pal, Marianne Mather, and we try to find some old stories and photos that haven't been seen recently, and we usually do it around a, a topic. Um, last week was all about the first sustained nuclear reaction in the world took place in, at the University of Chicago. So if you want to get the newsletter, you can sign up. You go to chicagotribune.com forward slash newsletters, and I'll be in your inbox every Thursday. Very cool. Um, I was looking at pages and pages and pages of your, the result of your research into Chicago Christmas weather, the warmest, the coldest since 1871, the amount of snow. I mean, Wow. There's like seventy. Yeah. Page, there's like seventy pages here, Corey. I mean, <laughs> I find it really interesting. And <laughs> the thing I find most interesting, you know, with the news today of okay, they're going to be like near blizzard conditions yeah, yeah, Thursday, yeah. Friday. But by the way, I'm supposed to pick up my mom from the airport on Thursday night, and it's like, mom, you might not even get here. Like, I I don't even know. So. I, I wanted to look back at our weather on Christmas just to see what things have been like. And yeah. I totally forgot that last year the high was 55 degrees. I mean, we had a relatively, <laughs> I mean, balmy Christmas here in yeah. Chicago. So to go from that to, to super frigid conditions is crazy. But I found one really interesting uh, piece 
uh, it was from 1982. So December 25th, 1982 was the warmest Christmas we have on record here in Chicago. It was 64 degrees that year. Oh, wow. But then in 1983, the same day in 1983, it was minus 17 degrees, the coldest Christmas we've ever had here in Chicago. So it's interesting how that's happened three or four times in history where one year very warm and the very next year very cold so crazy weather oh absolutely you know speaking of your mom coming into the airport i remember i'm trying to i can't exactly put my finger on the exact date but i was flying from here to detroit um because my home was in ann arbor and i was going to visit my parents and the weather was extremely cold Really Ugh. cold, and they were going to close down O'Hare. And I'm on O'Hare, <gasps> and I get on the plane, and it was like the last plane they allowed to get out. I mean, it was just <sighs> really, really cold. But that doesn't mean that that's what's going to happen with your mom. I mean, just because somebody forecasts the weather does not necessarily mean that it comes true. I mean, that's if, true. That's you know, true. If that happened, that weather forecaster would be elevated to some sort of lofty position that we haven't even heard of yet. <laughs> the man who's always right, you know. Right? <laughs> right. This is true. This is true. And, I, you know, upon seeing the story today, like, hey, you know, it could be super cold. I thought, oh, yeah. I'm going to outsmart the rest of Chicago. I'm going to go to the grocery store today and get it out of the way. But yeah, every, yeah. Everybody had beat me to the jewels. Everybody was in line at the jewels today. I, mean, I, I so, saw I think this, I saw this today in the, the Block Club. A blizzard could hit Chicago this week, and it could feel like 30 degrees below zero on Christmas. I'm like, what? Come on. No. I know. It's wild. It's just wild to me because I feel like it's been a few years since we heard polar vortex, those two, oh. those two words together in the same yeah, sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kind of forgot what it's like to be. I mean, you just don't go outside when it's that cold if you can't, if you can avoid it. And I'm sure the National Weather Service, the reason why they're using you know those those words like blizzard, near blizzard conditions is because they want people to make plans to, to not be outside, to not be on the road, to not be traveling if they right. can avoid it. So right, it's like right, maybe right. that's why they scare us. And like you well, said, John, there's no guarantee that that's no. what we're going to experience. But you know, I understand the whole safety right. aspect. I mean, uh, the Boy Scouts, before they were accused of all sorts of inappropriate actions, their slogan was, be prepared, I believe. And um, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, that's true. I mean, if you're going to go take into account what the forecast is and make appropriate adjustments in your travel plans, and if you're going out in a car, you know, and you think you might run into that kind of weather, make sure you have appropriate items in the car, you know, blankets, water, flashlight, all that kind of stuff. Um, right. Yeah. So what else did you, is there any, I mean, I'm going through all these pages of pages and pages <laughs> of like, oh my God, uh, it's, you got to see this stuff. You got to get on this thing that Corey does. Cause it is like the coolest thing. I mean, it's the Tribune's been around since God knows when. And 1847, we're 175 years old this year. See? So the archives have. <laughs> It's a gold mine. I mean, I'm looking at a picture from 1924 when it was mm-hmm. minus six degrees. And I mean, it's an actual photograph of Chicagoans out trying to get rid of the snow or at least be able to navigate around it. Um, yeah. Four deaths, 
subscribe to the this, uh, because of the cold and 154 fire alarms during the d- one day, December 26, 1924. I mean, I just yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, I mean, this really puts everything into unbelievable perspective. Uh, you must get a real kick out of getting through these archives because oh, I there's love so it. many. I'm, I feel like the luckiest girl in the world. Yeah, because there's so many different things to look at. It's not like you're covering just one. Like your husband covers sports for the Sun Times. You don't. Right. You may you may have a sports story one day, but then the next day you're talking about you know the coldest Christmas ever in uh, Chicago. I mean, it's just endless the the variety of stuff that you could mine in that. In the archives, it's just really, who, who came up with that idea? That's really a good idea. Uh, <laughs> I kind of, uh, you know, I've been at the Tribune now in next June, it'll be 10 years. And I've just yeah. kind of, you know, decided this is what I wanted to do. And thankfully I have bosses who are understanding. And I mean, the thing that I appreciate so much is, you know, at one point, Tribune just had a massive staff and a massive library uh, staff oh, yeah. and um, uh, people who realized, you know, that what they wrote and what they took photos of and what they were preserving was history and that somebody someday would want to look back through it. So absolutely. I, uh, I get goosebumps sometimes because it's, you know, the, the stories and the photos we dig out, you know, somebody that was somebody's job one day and yeah. that person might not be around anymore. And, you know, just they have the opportunity to, to bring it to a new audience who either didn't see it before or wasn't alive when it happened. I mean, right. that's like I said, I have the coolest job in the world. I feel very lucky. Well, I feel very lucky that uh, you come on and tell us about it. And um, thanks again for coming on, Corey. And uh, we'll keep looking for your uh, reports every week in the Trib. And have a happy and joyous holiday. Uh, Merry Christmas and whatever else you want to celebrate. <laughs> You too, my friend. I will talk to you in the new year, and hopefully we'll get some named snowplows uh, ready here shortly. <laughs> All right, Corey, thanks. <laughs>